0: Everyone out there, this is Nick coming back at you with the One Sharp Podcast. Now, I was uh, setting up a steady schedule for making said podcast, but uh, my sinuses decided to tell me otherwise. So, I was down a few days for that, and on top of other things involving, of course, my sinuses going haywire, uh, work, and other little. Tippets and life kind of took heed so i had to take a little breather and recollect myself but now i'm back into the swing of things and uh trying out a few a a couple new little tidbits with this uh hopefully it comes into play now this podcast in particular i'm talking about remastered remastered games uh and there's been a few that have been released um I own 3. I have The Final Fantasy 10 and 10-2 Remastered, uh Borderlands The Handsome Collection and this new one I just got my hands on the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Now, 2 out of the 3. No, all 3 games. Why 2 out of the 3? All 3 games. I just I love so much. Uh Final Fantasy 10, that was my game, you know, going to school I would uh, always try and figure out how to go ahead and make certain characters stronger. Uh, The storyline, of course, was phenomenal. I loved it. Um, I remember when I beat the game, I was in my bed getting over a cold. And uh, I fought the final boss, got through the final boss, and I was just overjoyed. Um, Borderlands, of course, I, I own all three from my 360. I love the Borderlands trilogy. The third one had its ups and downs with me, but I still enjoyed it nonetheless. Now the remastered version uh, takes you in the Borderlands 2, and then of course the pre-sequel, which is the third one. Uh, Of course, Borderlands 2, how can you go wrong with a a first-person shooter, melee, hack and slash, Handsome Jack being a a rude, crude dude, and uh, collecting all the treasure, because why not? You're on a desolate uh, planet, you're trying to find the treasure of all treasures and uh i i truly utterly love the game and of course crash bandicoot that one right there's a childhood favorite for me love it to death um i remember uh renting it at my local video store when they were still around and uh i would i would run to my playstation um that i borrowed from my cousin at the time <clears throat> and uh i popped the game in and i just i would play for hours and not even realize it uh, with the remastered one same level same enemies th- the whole thing it comes with um the uh, crash bandicoot crash bandicoot 2 warped i believe that's the third one uh no crash bandicoot 2 the wrath of cortex and 3 is warped Um, man but overall playing these games again just kind of brings a little little hint of glee into my life now remastered games and i understand this a lot of people have uh, mixed comments or mixed reviews about it it's a game that had its uh it had its thrill it had its hype moment when everyone heard about it you know, when Borderlands first came out, I was just kind of reluctant to try it, but then I had a couple people talk me into it, and, uh, I actually, I, that's one game that I believe I pre-ordered that I don't regret. I love playing Borderlands. I love the fact that you have your specials where you can either do something, uh, devastating, like, uh, uh, like the Gunzerker, where you can, uh, holster two guns and just go, just bonkers in an area filled with enemies and uh uh, certain other ones too it's been so long i know uh my one class in the first borderlands was the sniper and i i loved his little side special ability where he had his uh (laughs) mutated bird friend uh fly around and actually cause damage to the enemies within the surrounding area and also pick up certain little uh little tidbits like ammo and money and everything else love that game utterly love that game um of course with the second one same spiel except you're a different vault hunter but you're still kind of doing certain tidbit or certain little uh, missions or dealing with the the overall storyline with the original cast which i won't spoil it but it's been out so you know uh when a particular character gets shot and killed by the Handsome Jack, because, like I said, Handsome Jack, kind of a rude, rude dude. Um, Crash Bandicoot. Now, <clears throat> well, with this game in particular, the remastered edition, um, I come to realize, and it's probably just me, I'm not sure, 110%. I believe it's a little tough, only because it's it's clean data. De- the people that cleaned this game up did a fantastic job. I mean, going back to looking at Crash when he was just stretched pixels, and now he's just... He looks like a bandicoot. <clears throat> and uh, overall... Overall... Like, I, I've almost had some rage moments with this game. I, I kid you not. There's one in particular... And in this game, there's certain parts where you uh, ride certain creatures to get through a level. And this one in particular had a a warthog. So I'm going through playing this game. I get on the warthog. I do pretty good for the 1st five, ten minutes. And then after a while, um, there's these uh, uh, tribesmen with these shields. Now when you're playing through the normal level, when you come across them, they will knock you back. And that's kind of a daunting task to deal with them because you have to have them put their shield up so they can uh, protect themselves, and then you can knock them out. In this particular level, you can't do that. So you're riding through the Warthog, you're avoiding obstacles, and also at the same time, you have to get through these guys. Now these guys won't move for anything, and if you hit them, you will go flying. I went from 13 lives in this game, and I went down to zero. Yes, zero. And I'm sitting there going, I know I'm better than this, but I haven't played this game in quite some time. So, once again, having to deal with that just kind of made me think to myself, okay, back then, this game was a little bit tough, but also at the same time, I had a good time. Same with the remastered uh, version, but at the same time, I'm like, I... What, what happened throughout the years? Back then, I could play uh, Devil May Cry, the very first one, and go through that level, certain levels, certain enemies, certain bosses, and I have a little tough time fighting, but I still get through it. Crash Bandicoot's totally different. You, you sit there, and you're, and you're trying to figure out, okay, no, I guarantee myself, I have this jump. I know I can make this jump. So you, what happens? You make the jump, but it's like... Uh, hair you're a hairline short of completing the jump so that jump you thought you had planned out perfectly no you're gonna fall you're gonna get ran over you're gonna blow up it it's it's one of those i know i love this game i i just can't get mad at it because if i do then the game won so i gotta go and really focus and get myself in Literally in the game, so you jump back in, you keep playing, and you build up your lives. And of course, you get to that one level where you know your solid fifteen lives go down to like seven, but you know you can do it. And of course, with me playing this game again, I will eventually get it. I mean, I I I've defeated one boss in the first game. I just uh, started playing the Wrath of Cortex, which is the second one, which that's not too. Bad. I did have a occurrence where I was. Uh, uh, there's a level. It's a boulder level where you're, you're running through, and you have to avoid these landmines. Now they don't kill you, but they will knock you on your butt for a little bit. And then after you gain yourself your your full uh, momentum again, either you're gonna get ran over by the boulder, or there is a um, a warp tile where it it accelerates you or not a warp tile, but an acceleration tile, and uh, you kind of gain that uh, uh, upper edge for like a little bit, because there's electrified fences, and on top of that, if you're like most people, you want to get all of the boxes, I and mean, including the TNT ones, um, which, yeah, those can be your friend, but those also suck at the same time, especially when they have like a Extra Life or uh, or the Tiki Head, which will be in the middle. So, unless you know how to judge your distance, yeah, good luck. Because uh, I've been lucky a few times, but I haven't been that lucky. Um, same thing with uh, Borderlands too, where you're at a certain level and you're trying to fight this guy that's like level 20 and you're a level tw- uh, 14. We'll say four- 13, 14. There we go. And you're-, <coughs> you're going through doing really great and all of a sudden you get mowed down and you're trying to take one of them out, guess what they do? They run away! So your your last will to live is either you press the button and you die and you come back and you spend the money to come back or you pray and hope that one good gun you just got might kill one of them. Which, another thing, uh, it still sucks to this day when you go into that, that mode you can't use a sniper rifle because, you know, if you were to snipe someone, you'd be able to come back anytime. And I see what they did with that. And I'm not mad. It just takes a little time to get used to. I really, really love the game. Um, Final Fantasy X, same deal. X-2 was one of those. I'll give it a try. I might not like it. But, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, the remastered version of that, it's really, really clean. Uh, of course, I'm familiar with the storyline. I'm familiar with the characters, what they can do, how they can do it. Um, the sphere mode. Sphere mode. Sorry. And uh, overall, just the storyline is just phenomenal for 10. 10. 2, it's just kind of like that remake where they're like, let's hope for the best. Um, I guess we don't talk about 12 or 13. But then again, I haven't played 12 or 13. I think one's actually online, if I remember right. But I don't... Back then, I had a PS2. Uh, life without internet at the time did suck just a little bit. But of course, you know, the era I grew up in, uh, Sega Genesis and a copy of Judge Dredd will get you through the entire day if, if need be. Especially if you have to do, like, daunting history homework. But, you know, enough about that. Uh, going back to these remastered games now... I believe there's a few more that are out there that I do want to get my hands on, um, and I kind of want to exactly want to see what they do. Like the utmost with the pros with remastered games is, yes, they have a nostalgia moment with certain people, which is really cool because you can go back and say, "Oh, I remember this level, and I remember how bad I I rage quit this game, or this is the game that uh, made me break my first controller." and i and i i feel like if i pick it up again i should be able to get through this no problems and i know i can do it and you, of course going back you do it you fail but then again you're like i okay yeah yeah i remember this part where i actually have to grab this otherwise i can't get through and i'm gonna die every time so you go through it, and you do it again and again and again and again no i mean and that's what makes certain games, regardless if they're just being re-released or remastered, just make some fun. I just recently downloaded the uh, remastered Resident Evil for my PlayStation 4, and I've never played the first one. I, I will openly admit to that. I was not aware of uh, Resident Evil growing up. I was aware of uh, Perfect Dark. Which, that's another game I love, the fact that they remastered. But if they were... I believe they have that just for the 360 and the PlayStation 3. I could be wrong. But if they do have it for the PS4, I will download it. That game right there introduced me to uh, what James Bond was, 007. And uh, I love the the ship level because uh, I wasn't really a, uh, a speed gamer at the time but I felt like if I could get like the best time I can get this one cheat um, because the game where you have like certain cheats or mods or whatever you want to call it, where you can get like infinite ammo or you never have to reload. um, You take no damage. That's the one thing with perfect dark that made me want to keep playing the game, even with my 64 and then for progressively. So with my Xbox 360, Um, it's, it's one of those games you can play with friends, but it's also one of those games where you caution uh, the fact that, yes, I've played through this, I know how every gun works. I would prefer that hopefully they don't try and punch me in the face, because with the alien sniper rifle, it will hunt you down and you will be guaranteed a shot in the face. Guaranteed. Those show ifs, ands, or buts unless someone knows you have the gun or if you sneak up behind him and you shoot him in the head. But that's Perfect Dark. That's multiplayer. The the storyline for Perfect Dark Remastered is still the same with the 64 and uh, once again, it's one of those games I would love to play again and again and again. Now, um, I know I know my uh OG Sonic, the Sonic games love I fell in love with those. Those are like the first few games I got my hands on when I had a Genesis. And uh, Sonic and Sonic 2 I love. Sonic 3 was alright. And 3D Blast. Let me tell you about 3D Blast real quick. Um, I love the fact that they took a crack at making a game that was 3D. And it was great. The only thing is, and this is my only little slight beef with it, it's nothing serious, it's the controls. Now, in any game, if you hit the D-pad or directional pad a certain way, so if you want to go uh right, for most you know scrolling games, you go right. You just hit the right arrow, or the just the, the right portion of the D-pad in sonic 3d blast you have to hit in between so unless you have a special uh uh power up in sonic 3d blast where you can auto attack enemies and you hope they don't have like a special where or not even a special just a a means to break through your defenses and eh, you're not gonna have a great time with that but oh i ugh, once again it's one of those games growing up where you get used to the controls, and you you just go at it. Um, now, unlike with remastered games, now, re, uh, remake of games, once again, I have a, uh, it depends on the game. Now, um, let's see, Fatal Fury? No, actually, yeah, Fatal Fury, that's a game I actually love playing. I've only played it a few times. Um, I wouldn't really say it's a remake. I'm thinking of, uh, it's a fighting game. Saber Wolf. Oh, man, I can't think of it. But that game in particular, trust me, by the time I finish recording this, I'm going to look it up and go, uh, dude, I suck. I suck a little bit because I forgot that. Um, but that game in particular... Growing up, I had it for the uh, Game Boy. Um, the combo system was very new to me because I, at the time, before, I got my hands on Mortal Kombat 2 and I was getting used to that uh, fighting structure with this game uh, that I can't remember for the life of me. Um, the combat structure was unique to me only because it was like a, you know, once again, with Mortal Kombat, a set of uh, buttons that you can hit. And you can actually do like crazy combos with this game, which it's known for. And the, the voice in the game, of course, that you know, that makes it very, very, very uh, memorable. Or if you have a smartphone and you have it set, set up for like voicemail or a message alert. Yeah, you'll never forget that. Um, that game... When they uh they produced it and then they stopped and then they they did like a a full like setup reboot uh remake. I was somewhat actually impressed. Um, the characters were still new to me. The combos are still new to me. <laughs> you think I pick this game up and learn how to play it, but well, once again, I have a PlayStation Four. Unless it's out on... no, yeah. Unless I pick up an Xbox One, which I'm thinking of, I might, uh, I'll go that route and do that. But until then, uh, I'll just stick with my remastered games because I like making that little trip back down uh, memory lane. And if I ever get my hands on a, uh, on a uh, Nintendo Switch, uh, I will be gar- I will guarantee you I will be picking up Breath of Wild. Because Legend of Zelda has been within my infrastructure of me growing up, my teenage years growing up, and it's been very influential. Like I, that game right there made me focus on collecting everything, everything, including uh, Twilight Princess. I think the one that I had to use a uh, a uh, man or not a manual, but a a walkthrough was Majora's Mask. Because uh, going through, you have to collect all the fairies in the four temples. And then when you get all the, the fairies, you get like a... I believe it's a, um, like either a... Yeah, it's a very special weapon. It's very powerful. You can only get it this way. Um, I actually got to pick that game up now that I think about it because I love that game just about as much as uh, <laughs> every other game that I have in my collection right now. But um, for now, I mean, these remastered games... Are really really decent. Um, uh, I don't, sh- I won't shut them down because I've played quite a few of these games. Uh, now, if they did a Fatal Frame remastered, I would love to pick that game up and play it. Cause Fatal Frame, growing up, was the only other game I regret playing in the middle of the night. I did that once with my uh my uh salty little setup of a uh, uh surround system. And, uh, I creeped myself out fairly easy. And I, um, it's safe to say I rented that game and I took it back. Not saying that I was a coward, I just only had so little time with it. You can call me a coward, but i I tried. I honestly tried. This game will mess with you. And if you're not quick with that camera, something will freak you out. Now, if you have a, you own a cat and it brushes up on you while you're playing this game, apologize to your cat like right now or whenever you decide to play the game. Because, uh, yeah, I freaked out. And I, I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but until then, I will uh, sign off with this particular podcast. Um, I have a couple other podcasts I want to do later on. And, of course, I'll keep everyone posted whenever I decide to do it because I think the next one might be the big one and um it's gonna be a very unique topic uh i hope i can pull this off which i know i can pull this off so um we have with that being said uh this is nick with one sharp podcast you have yourself a, a wonderful day and game on